Welcome to Virtual Summit Success. I'm Jen, founder of Virtual Summit Search, and you're in the right place if you want to make the most of your Virtual Summit experience, whether you're a host or a Virtual Summit speaker. Let's get going with your next step to Virtual Summit Success. All right, in this episode, I have pulled out some of the juiciest snippets from Danny Osman's session at Sell with a Summit Podcaster Edition, where he's talking about how podcasts build successful summits. So this is going to help illustrate some of the synergies between summits and podcasts and how they can work together to grow your business. So let's go ahead and jump on in. I'll pop in here and there too to kind of go a little bit more in depth in some of this too. We're going to talk about why summits are awesome for an audience that trusts you when they go into the summit. Now here's some secrets that you may or may not hear from other people. First of all, summits are more effective at creating revenue. When you build a relationship and establish a bond of trust with your attendees before the actual summit starts. And podcasts happen to be the best form of content for building the level of trust within your community that leads to successful monetization. Now here's one of my guiding principles. Rather than thinking of podcasts as content marketing, I really think of them as referral marketing on a grand scale. And if you ask most business owners, they will say that most of their business comes from referrals. It comes from other people who have used your services telling other people about you and to go to you. So a podcast host, in a way, because you're creating a level of trust with your listener, because you're creating friendships with your listeners, even if they're one way, you are essentially referring yourself to your listeners and they will come back to you as if a friend referred them to you. So they are referral marketing on a grand scale. First of all, they're a high value add for your community at low cost of goodwill. You know, people trust you. They don't want you to just sell and sell and sell to them. So this is a lot of curated info for not a lot of cost, which is really nice for them. They maintain that bond of trust because it's not a salesy webinar. It's not another funnel. It's not you selling another course or asking them to join another mastermind. It's something really of substance that doesn't uh, require a lot of buy-in from them. Okay, so I love this point that Danny makes here because Summit's really give you a way to sell without selling it it's because the community builds the excitement and it builds trust generally for both trust in you trust in the speakers trust in the other attendees so if you position your summit right it really can build into your podcast and your podcast if you do it right can build into your summit and so they can just keep building on each other as they grow It grows your email list in general, a virtual summit does, because you're bringing together a group of experts who are usually working together to get an audience. And then your email list grows from those registrations. It's also a big marketing rock because you're getting all these people together. There's buzz that's created around it, and your email list will grow simply from that. This email list growth is a big part of why so many people run summits. And if you've run a summit, it may be a big part of why you ran a summit. But the bringing together of a group of experts is something that I really want to highlight here because that is a big part of this. This isn't just for the email list growth, but this is for your business growth. Having a really solid network of people around you can be huge when it comes to your business and your podcast growth, whether you're just launching a podcast or you have been running one and you're trying to grow it. You can also monetize them. So whether it's selling the tickets, the registrations, upgrades, bonuses, products that grow out of the summit, it's a way for you to make money. 
This part can be huge. If you are a podcaster or you're thinking about podcasting, monetizing your podcast is one of the hardest things to do. But when you use a summit to monetize the podcast, it can really change a lot of things about how you run your business and how you run your podcast. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, a summit is a great way to do that and then to go and continue monetizing it in the long run. And then finally, it's also a way for you to repurpose content. Hey, just hopping in real quick. If you are ready to host a summit or have already hosted one and want to get more out of the months of work you put into your summit, jump over to evergreensummits.com. I put together a free audio training that you can take on the go. Okay, now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Especially if you're a podcaster, you think of it this way. If you curate maybe a few of your video interviews from your podcast together and then record a few more that can easily be packaged as a summit that people will buy simply because they don't have to go searching for that information. It's brought together for them. Ease of use. This is possibly one of my favorite things about summits because let's face it, you're listening to me repurpose content right now. I took Danny's presentation from Sell with the Summit Podcaster Edition, and you're listening to parts of it, and I've turned it into new types of content. So if you're thinking about how to really maximize your effort, putting together a podcast and a summit is a really, really great way to do that. It means that you can take the audio from the summit, put it onto your podcast, like take clips of it. I wouldn't recommend doing the entire thing, but you could, I guess. So take clips of the episode or the sessions, make them into episodes and make audiograms out of them. Take clips of the videos from the presentations and turn those into social media. And just, there's so many things that you can do with it. So if podcasting is something you've thought about, but you don't think you'll have the time, this is a great way to do it when you pair it with the summit. Now, this is what I want you to take away from this presentation. Podcasts are the most powerful tool for building relationships and creating successful summits. Podcast listeners are a very desirable demographic, but here's some stats that really stick out to me. There's so many people listening to podcasts now. Over 50% of Americans are listening to a podcast. You've got 40% of 35 to 54 year olds, adults with disposable income. You've got almost half of 12 to 34 year olds listening to podcasts. So if those are your audience, you should look at them. They have household income. They're educated. They're full-time employed. And here's the huge one. 93% of podcast listeners listen to more than half or all of each episode. That means if you did a 30-minute episode each week, you're guaranteed to have almost all your listeners listening to 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Compare that to the amount of time that people spend watching a YouTube video or reading a blog, and you'll see how significant that is. Here's significance for you from a blogger. This is one of my clients, Ernie the Attorney. Ernie was one of the first law bloggers, way back started in 2004, 2005. Former lawyer, wanted to help other lawyers go paperless, automate, use systems to be able to leave large firms and start their own practices, their own firms. And Ernie, over 10, 15 years now, has built a very successful business, online business, from his blog. Now, a couple of years ago, he started his podcast because we had met at a conference and we'd been talking about it. He started his podcast, and I will tell you, he's told me multiple times now, within the first three to four months of doing his podcast, he said to me, Danny, 
if I had to do this all over again, I would have started my business with a podcast because the engagement I've seen in just these few months has been higher than anything I've seen from my blog ever. And here's an example of that from Mike that I mentioned earlier. This is his episode 41 all the way back in 2015 where he shared some business templates that help him out, a sales call script, onboarding questionnaire, things like that, and he sold them for $40, $50. Well, he still sees three to five purchases a month, almost six years later. That's his electric bill, covered every month from some seed he planted almost six years ago. So there you have it, some of the top reasons that you really want to start a podcast. If you are hosting a summit or you've hosted a summit in the past, podcasting is going to help you grow your business in so many ways. It can also honestly save you time if you repurpose your content. So if you are considering starting a podcast and you're a summit host, it really might be the perfect combination for you. Thanks for listening to Virtual Summit Success. Don't forget to leave a review and let others know your biggest takeaways from this episode. Every review helps others find us, and the more successful virtual summits there are, the more new tips we'll have to share with you. For show notes, links, and other resources, go to virtualsummitsuccess.live.